You are listening to First Team Podcast Extra Time with former professional soccer player Kiesel Broom and host John Frusciante. Check out our website for all the latest news on lower division soccer. Our website is firstteampod.com. Could be danger again. The shot parried away by Kiesel Broom. The shot and Broom with the excellent save. Another save. That's three in a row from Broom. Unbelievable from Kiesel Broom. The United States under-23's bid to qualify for the Tokyo Olympics has ended in failure on Sunday night as the U.S. were defeated by Honduras and that scoreline was 2-1. The U.S. would have qualified with a win on Sunday, but instead they miss out on qualifying for the Olympics. There has been a lot of outrage uh, from former U.S. professional soccer players. Kiesel, I want to get your initial thoughts. Do you agree that it is a failure uh, that the U-23s didn't qualify? for the Olympics. Yeah, I mean, listen, anytime that you don't qualify for a major mm-hmm. tournament, you know, I think it goes down as a failure. And I think it just stings a little bit more just because this is the third Olympics now in a row that the under-23 for the U.S. have not qualified. So it's starting to come like a trend of, like, not qualifying. Um, you know, there's there's some type of... it's It's becoming a lackluster standard more than anything that like it's you know every four years there's always the talent right because there's never guys that aren't playing professionally aren't playing abroad that are getting the exposure at top quality you know programs or teams and but to fail to qualify in a region in my opinion that should that they should qualify in ever consistently you know not no disrespect to anyone um any other countries and CONCACAF, but I definitely feel as though they should um, be qualifying every every chance they get. So I think it has, I think it's a huge disappointment more than anything. So a lot of fans they might be asking who's to blame, right? So Kiesel, who would you put the blame on? Would it be Jason Christ, the head coach, or would it be the players that were selected? Is it U.S. Soccer at the top, the president? Is it Major League Soccer? Um, I mean, who do you put blame on? I mean, listen from being on both sides of it, of being a coach and also being a player. I mean, the players got to kind of look at, look in the mirror and just say, we just weren't good enough. You know, if you watch the game, you know, and obviously me being a goalkeeper, you know, you, you obviously your heart breaks for the, for the goalie, but you know, a, 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 a mistake like that in such a crucial game at that level just can't happen. Right. I know that he's young and things like that, but mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that's, you know, what solidified, you know, the kind of fate for the team, you know, tying one, one going into overtime is a lot different than losing two one. And you're not no longer playing or competing um, for the opportunity to move on. So I think that's really super frustrating. And it's just, I think it's more of the players, you know, there's plenty of, and not just the goalkeeper, but there were other opportunities where they could have leveled it to two as well. So the coaches do what they're supposed to do in terms of setting, uh, setting a game plan. They trained it, you know, it's, you know, put together in a short amount of time frame. But at the end of the day, you know, the players do need to go out and execute. So not that, you know, the coaches don't have some type of blame, but 
you know, the players really got to look at themselves in the mirror and just say, we did not do what we needed to do to get to the next level. And talking about the players, a lot of fans on social media, they definitely will be criticizing, and they have. Uh, but the U.S., they uh, selected and they started 11 Major League Soccer players against Honduras. Do you think that will hurt the reputation of Major League Soccer? I don't think so. I think that Major League Soccer doesn't even really count the under-23s as like a something that they're worried about, I think. Major League Soccer is worried about U.S. men's national team, the full team, the senior team. Uh, not that the under 23 isn't important, but I feel as though they're more focused on the the full national team than the 23s. Not being able to qualify is just it's it's it sucks as uh, the people that were on that roster and the coaching staff, but also as a country, you know, because I think I feel like in the U.S. there's a huge pride when it comes to you know representing the nation at a high level and soccer. Even though it might not be the most popular sport, it's an event that the U.S. expects to be in, and the fact that they're not there for now just a third consecutive tournament. You know, it's is it just the talent level? What is it? You know, but at the end of the day, the players still need to execute. Yeah, a lot of people, they say that like uh, soccer in the United States, it's not a big deal, right? But if you search the World Cup, I mean, the the Olympics qualifying, that got mainstream coverage. But, mm-hmm. but we want mainstream coverage for positive news, right? Not for negative news when it of comes course. to supporting soccer and for the sport uh, growing here in the United States. So Kiesel, you have played international soccer for Barbados, and I guess you can understand the criticism that comes with the territory, uh, but how did you deal with that when you were a professional soccer player? Well, I'll tell you, I know, I know there's not pretty much zero coverage of it here in the States, but the, the media in Barbados is bad, man. I mean, there, there's more criticism than praise even when, even when we won. Um, you know, and it's just something where, you know, you just take it on the chin and, you know, you kind of move forward in a positive way. Obviously, you didn't get the result we wanted to. We understand that. Players get that. You know, there's a lot of backlash coming from the media and fans. But at the end of the day, it's, you know, just going back to the drawing board. You know, Prime Zone Barbados lost the first game to Panama. One nothing. You know, obviously Panama was a team that just was in the World Cup in 2018. Um, only lost one nothing. You know, from the team side of it, big confidence boost. They could play with a, a top team in CONCACAF and hold them to a one nothing game, which they scored in the last, I think, seven minutes. Um, but, you know, from the media side of it, the, the fans and the you know the people that live in the country are, are upset. They're why they're not winning and going on and so forth. But, you know, obviously getting the win against Anguilla was, was important as well. Um, but you know, even with the win, they're still shouldn't beat Panama. You know, whatever they should have gotten a result against Panama. So it's a it's a never ending cycle. But you know, it's just something. It comes with the territory of being a professional athlete. You know, mm-hmm. fans are gonna love you when you're doing well, and they're gonna absolutely hate you when you're doing poorly. And that's just kind of what it is. Yeah, that's the really weird thing about U.S. soccer is that there's not too much, uh, I guess, twenty four seven everyday soccer coverage. There are journalists and I guess former soccer players that talk about the game, uh, but they only seem to talk about it when it suits them. Right? Uh, right. You have a lot of former players that are ranting on ESPN and stuff like that. Alexi Lalas, for example, right? Uh, He always tries to have his name in the headlines, but uh, it's never, I guess, actually having a discussion about the game and about the problems. 100% 100% agree. You know, it's just mm-hmm. it's just a, it's an outside perspective on what's mm-hmm. going on internally, and you never know what could be going on internally, right? A coach's decision might be something that we don't see on the TV, but it's something that could have been affecting a player, whatever the case is. That's why they didn't play or didn't get a chance to, um, you know, 
show their talent in the field or whatever the case is. But, you know, it is what it is. You know, hopefully we'll say it again. Hopefully in another three years, three years now instead of four years. But hopefully in, uh, in another three years, they'll, they'll be at the uh, the Olympics. And do you think Jason Christ is the right person to lead the country uh, for that next Olympic qualifying? Um, It's hard because I don't say yes and I don't say no. I think mm-hmm. with, since, Clint, with, since Klinsman's left, yeah. I think it's been a roller coaster of people coming in and people coming out. Mm-hmm. Um, and it hasn't been consistent. I think Greg Berhalter right now is the right man for the job. Um, but from 23 and down, not that it's, you can have, fill, put anyone in there, but you know, it's, it's just, if you're going to have somebody that's going to have this team go to the Olympics, I feel like you need a top professional coach that's done on the senior level. That's looking to make a, a statement when it comes to the under 23s and get them to where they need to be in terms of the next step. And lastly here, I know this could be a very long answer, but uh, what do you think has to change for, I guess, the whole setup for the whole U.S. Soccer Federation, maybe that start at the U23 level uh, for them to, I guess, improve what they're doing on and off the field? I mean, I think it's getting players. Um, I, 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 I would have to look at the roster, but I feel like part of it will be having more players playing internationally when it comes to domestic leagues and things like that. They're just at a higher level, um, but it might take another extra week of camp to get them more familiar with each other you know um and it's you know obviously that the athletic side of it and the skill set side of it is important but i think the decision making side of it is also something that's going to be a huge difference as well so i think moving forward i think you know under 23s that are playing overseas and doing well and scoring goals and getting quality minutes should be you know it shouldn't say shouldn't make it political but at the end of the day you want players that are in form doing the right things and i think that's where you'd have to go more than anything is those players that are overseas and nothing against players in the mls but i think the the stereotype is if players that are playing overseas are getting better quality and that's the most important thing when it comes to that lastly keep it locked at firstteampod.com that is first team pod.com that is the one-stop shop for everything on lower division soccer